for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Now let's get back to the show. Late, so I'll give you guys, I'll give you the guys. It's all good, extra cock. It's all good. The fucking king is here, man. The king is here, playboy. It's six pack Lapidat, area messy, messy, and we have King Atwood in the motherfucking building. And uh, my man, so listen, worlds took place, and um, I talked about it a little bit, but I don't want to talk to you about it. So leading into it, first off, you had a lot of moving pieces. But anyone who watched it, this is, this is the biggest takeaway for me. Three years ago, it was a massive deal for you to hit 790.5. And it was like you're jumping up after the squad with, wow, let's go. And it was the big showdown with Chell. And um, that's three years ago. And you went all out six days a week. Your crazy training you would do to hit 790.5. And you were uber happy with it. Fast forward 2022. You're, you know, you're dealing with some injuries. You got a lot of moving pieces in life. So you're training three days, four days, whatever. We'll get into that in a second. And you show up and you would be thinking, if you're training that little dialed back, not all in due to a bunch of different reasons, you're not going to, you're not going to sleepwalk the 790, but you did. You literally RPE sevened all your thirds. And hit 790, and it was like, all right, well, cool. Shake some hands. That was fun. And it was that. And that's not you six days a week all in at this point. So any discussion about um, can Atwood hit 838.5, based off of your 790, sleepwalking RP7, and you training part-time instead of full-time, and I know what your full-time training is like. It's fucking crazy, and you were not doing that. To me, it's not even really a question, right? 790 like that? So let's, what was your impression? Let's talk about this. Yeah, yeah. So you hit it on the head. Um, One, we were trained. I was, I had a pretty good training macro cycle leading into nationals in April. And then we had a hiccup maybe, I want to say about six weeks out. Uh, again, a groin injury. I think it was about six weeks out, but anyway. One um, second, we got a stitch of an echo. Earring, do you hear an echo? No, it's fine for me. Okay, never mind. Keep it rolling then if you don't. Maybe it's just me. Okay. Um, So I was more or less like rehabbing into nationals. So I I knew that there wasn't going to be a lot of competition there. So I was like, you know what? Let's just get the dub, qualify for Worlds, and then let's just, like, rehab the shit out of it leading into Worlds so that we can at least, because it was such a quick turnaround time, it was like we only had about maybe six to eight weeks to get ready, really, uh, for Worlds. So it was right, like, we we were full, like, we were going to go pretty pretty heavy into nationals 
uh, we weren't going to take it lightly. We were going to hit some 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 pretty decent numbers. Um, and then when the the injury happened, that's when we kind of just pressed pressed the brakes and, and put a stop to everything and was like, look, we don't need to go all out for this meet. <clears throat> we just need to get you 100% healthy and then get you to Worlds, <laughs> not on any crutches or anything. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, not literally. So once we kind of pumped the brakes, it was a shift in mindset of, all right, no more attack. Let's just be on defense and manage this thing. So that's what it was. And we did a pretty good job. I had zero pain leading into nationals or on national day. Um, and I would say about three weeks later after nationals, so this is now potentially in May, uh, I was traveling for work. So I had a very intense travel. There were a lot of factors that I think that led into the injury itself. Uh, one was travel. Two was I was under eating, believe it or not. And uh, I wasn't able, like I thought, I wasn't able to track all my food because of the travel. I was on client site like all day. So I wasn't able to weigh my food. Like all the variables that are in my control are now out of my control. Um and like the meetings that we were running, like I was literally just, I'd had, I'd have like five minutes to eat in between each of the workshops that we were running. It was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. So a combination of lack of sleep, nutrition, hydration, and training all led into boom, injury. And I, I remember it so so vividly. It was literally me just walking out a squat. That was it. It was just walking out my squat, and I was like, ooh, that did not feel good. I re-racked it immediately. I didn't even attempt to squat through it because I was like, if I do, I'm going to fuck this up even more. So, so I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, I had no idea. Like, this, it just didn't feel good felt like a sharp pain in my groin. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stop. I'll move on to bench and see if like just a little bit of time will give it some, at least some, some, I don't know what the hell I was hoping for. I was just hoping to, for the pain to go away. So, so I go on to bench. I didn't even attempt to squat and bench. It felt fine. Like no, no issues. So I was like, all right, let me, let me move on to deadlift. Cause it was an SBD day. And I was like, maybe maybe it won't hurt during deadlift. So I start warming up. I throw on a, one plate, throw on two plates. Feeling okay, not great, but I think it's, it's manageable. It wasn't manageable on squat. Um, and then I put on three plates, and I lifted off the ground and sharp pain fuck. again. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. So this was in May. Um, so we're... <laughs> Luckily, we still have about that's four not a weeks lot though to worlds <laughs> no, but look again it's we weren't shooting for seven ninety okay. at this point now we weren't gonna break look this is this is another thing it's all strategy um but i i before i I get into the worlds the seven ninety I guess I have to talk about like what our mindset was going into worlds to kind of give you a a preface of 
what we were mm. even thinking. So the reason why I have to say that is because the Sheffield is the biggest meet and the one thing that we're all looking forward to as an international competitor. Uh, the, re- the only reason, well, no, the top reason why I stayed in the IPF was the Sheffield. Yes, look, I've won two world championships. I am considered the best in the world. I'm the best pound for pound. Like, I don't have any other accolade I need to prove to stay at the world level. I could have just done my thing in the USAPL, stayed here in the States, and gone to fucking Vegas, which I wanted to do, but you know what it is. It is what it is. But we wanted to really focus on Sheffield, so what did that entail? Well, we found out that the new criteria for the Sheffield was how much you break the world record by in percentage. So now our entire strategy changed because we weren't thinking of it. Like we were going to crush it at worlds. Like we wanted the squat world record. We wanted the deadlift world record. We wanted the total world record. Like that was it. And once the new criteria came out for the Sheffield, that's when it was like, all right, we got to dial it back and literally just beat the just beat the 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 competition but like make sure we qualify it was 751 right, it was, i think yeah. uh, to qualify for the for the Sheffield so in the 74 class so that was our goal we just want to hit 751 we knew no one was even close to 751 so we were like look the bare minimum to win is probably your 751 that's it and that's where our mind was like that that's where we had it set and we were like we're gonna take it day by day but we're also gonna take it lift by lift because when we go into it uh we don't want any flare-ups we want you 100 percent healthy coming out of worlds and we want you to qualify for the sheffield and win those were like our top goals so excuse me so that was it that was it but we started to string along together some good rehab sessions. We were still able to uh, – I brought in my stance quite a bit on squat. So we were able to get some good squat sessions in with minimal pain. Nothing – like we had to – I had to stay below a certain threshold that I felt on a pain indicator of 1 to 10. Uh, and we worked with our physical therapist, uh, Dom and Emily, who are with the strength guys. And they did a great job of managing everything. I checked in with them daily and let them know how everything was. Took videos for Jason uh, on because it really bothered me on the squat uh, and deadlift the most. So I was like, "All right, well, what do you need from me?" So Jason was like, "I need video. Give me all the video that you got." So I started filming myself from the front. He started to look at all the little things that I was doing incorrectly or something that he could do his analysis on so <laughs> he he I was in like this just microscopic uh tube for for the last four weeks of, of worlds of just people telling me how to squat and deadlift without any pain so um that that was kind of just the mindset leading into worlds so now 790 um, so going into the squat, talking to Jason, this was about two weeks out, we go through our strategy and squat 
was, look, we just don't want to come out of squat with any injury, like because that's going to screw up your deadlift. So he was like, what do you feel comfortable with as a third attempt? And I was like, you know, this is two weeks out now. We haven't gone this no bullshit. We haven't gone over like 245. Oh, wow. Fuck. So you came in there not knowing. (laughs) You were flying blind. You're like, I don't know. It will not only that, like, look, I know we're jumped right into the competition, but it serves mention. This is South Africa. My brother, you traveled the world multiple time zones into South Africa. Like there's other tangibles that people just fucking forget when they, this is the world's total. And this is what happens stateside at Nats. It's not the same. It's fucking not even close. It kills me when people do that. Uh, but anyways, uh, but yes, like you had so many things working against you. So to walk in there, that's, it was crazy. Oh, dude, I guess. Yeah, man. I, I jumped right. Let's in. back it up a stitch. Yeah. Do you, do, we have, yeah, 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 we yeah, got yeah. some time. We got some time. We have some time. Um, so I, I, I'll take you about two weeks out leading into the competition and arriving Let's in South it. Africa. How does that sound? All right. So two weeks out, um, I'm having the conversation with Jason. We're coming up with the strategy. He's like, what do you feel comfortable with? I was like, well, to be honest, I hit 245, uh, and I, it's on my Instagram and no pain. I brought, again, I brought in my stance. I hit 245 and it felt really good. So he was like, all right, let's do this. We'll go a little bit heavier next week, a week out. If you have zero pain in the preceding sessions. And he was like, then we'll call it from there. I was like, okay, fine, fine. So following week, I think I hit, like I, I text him, like it felt really good. And I was like, I think honestly, I think I hit around like 260 or 265, no pain. Now I still had it in the back of my mind that I was injured. So, I, like, I was – and the reason why I say that is because anyone listening, I had to battle that constantly. And I, I, I was doing that for, like, three to four months. So me, it, it, it was literally me playing defense mm. for three to four months leading into Worlds. I hated training. I didn't want to be in the gym. I was constantly rehabbing. I was like just in this mental state of not being a killer, but like hiding in the bushes so I wouldn't get eaten. And it like that's not who I am. Yeah. I'm the one that's <laughs> yes, hungry, you right? are. So. <laughs> so, you don't hide in the bushes. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm, I'm sitting there licking my wounds for three to four months, and I just like I knew that look even at my worst, I was probably still the best. But it still isn't, it doesn't sit well with me that I can't perform uh, to my best capability. Like I'm, I'm in this mental state of defense. Like I typically am never like that. Uh, but again, this is where I think a lot of people can learn from this is you have to adapt. You have to adapt to any situation and every situation. Because if you don't, you're going to get left behind or you're just going to stay stagnant or lose ground. So I knew dealing with injuries before that, look, if even if I have to push it 
I know that I can because in 2019, uh, USAPL Nationals, I had mm. the same injury. It, so this injury was on the left side. I had an injury on the right side leading into 2019. And I still put up, I think it was like... 77.5. Uh, seven, yeah, 787. Yeah, yeah. So I knew that I had it in me. But I knew the road that I would have after the competition, which I did not want. So, um, we hit 265 a week out. It felt really good on squat. So, I told Jason, look, I feel comfortable in that 275 range. Okay, beautiful. So, we at least have a goal now. Uh, bench press, we're like, look, we're not going to press it too crazy because they are very strict at Worlds. Uh, with the bench press. So we were like, all right, we hit 202 and a half at nationals. They kind of gave me a quick command. I'm on home soils, travel. So we were taking all that into account. We we're like, all right, let's make 3A attempt around 200. What do you think? Yeah, perfect. All right. Deadlifts. This is no bullshit. And I, I don't I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cat's getting out of the bag, but only for you guys. He won't listen. He won't. He's bad. Hot, hot take. All right. Hot take. Hot take. I, and this is no bullshit, I probably deadlifted less than 10 times leading in the uh, world. Frank, for you, that's insane because I've seen your workload. Less than 10? And, and that's that's like being gracious. <laughs> Like, I, there were some days where I couldn't even deadlift, so I wouldn't. I had it prescribed, and I wouldn't deadlift. I would be finished right after squat. So I, when he asked me, he's like, hey, so you're two seven, like 275, that's good. That would put you right around the range of on deadlift, maybe let's say 310, 315. I was like, huh? <laughs> You're like, we're just doing a subtotal in South Africa, just so you know. We're just, just so you know. (laughs) I was like, 315. I I haven't touched over 275 in months, weeks. Like, 315? What world are you living in, Jason? So, and I didn't even know if my grip strength could even handle that. Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, I wasn't doing shit. <laughs> not only deads, but like <laughs> even just conditioning your nervous system overall to be stronger by shifting weight would be That's effective. right. That's right. That's right. So I, I was not confident at all in my deadlift. The only thing I was confident in was like bench press, which is my fucking just savior. But squats i was like on a scale of one to ten of confidence i was on, like it was like a six or seven so think about if i was at least confident in squat and i am not confident in deadlift i was on a scale maybe like two or three. <laughs> <laughs> and that so this is this is like oh man i'm, I'm unpacking a lot right now because i even proved to myself of like the self-doubt that i had um leading into the meet like, I destroyed it on competition day. So I'll lead into that. But, like, that's where my head was at a week out. Like, I'm not even cl- – all, right, all right, Jason. 
I haven't hit over 275 in weeks. We haven't peaked for this meet. I haven't, like, what makes you think 315 is even capable? 40 kilos more than my, the most. And you traveled the world. And you traveled the world multiple time zones the whole night. Oh, yeah. By the way, 30 hours (laughs) of travel. And (laughs) so anyway, (laughs) he uh, he was like, all right, so what do you feel comfortable with? I was like. 290 <laughs> maybe 300 maybe so he's like all right all right let's get your confidence back because i think this is kind of again we have to build some of that confidence leading back into the meet he's like we'll stick with 300 right now um and then on meet day we'll play it by ear but how does like a 20 kilo jump does that sound okay for you and I was like, on each attempt. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Because we typically go roughly about 15 to 17 and a half on the first jump to the second. And then second to third is just dependent on where you are in the placing, what your overall goal is of the meet, so on and so forth. So uh, we typically don't take 20 kg jumps unless it's absolutely necessary. So this was something new. We've never done this before. But I like the strategy because it gave us wiggle room. And if my confidence was high on, on meet day, then we'll be in that 310 range if if we want. But I was like, fuck that. I'm not even going to get close. <laughs> <laughs> and one, and one I, wasn't, I, I just wasn't confident in myself. But two, I didn't think it was even necessary that we ha- would have to go that high right. uh, to win the meet. Because I was like, I, I, to be honest, like I, if I, if we, and this is something that we spoke about as well, is like, if we have it locked up in second, like our second attempt, we're just gonna skip out on our third. We're not even gonna attempt the third. And I was, it just, that didn't sit well with me either. Because again, it's like I want to finish the meet. Like I don't, I don't stop. Like I don't give a shit if I'm gonna get injured, so on and so forth. Jason's like the pragmatic <laughs> guy, right? And he's like, no, we're gonna come out of here. Uh, injury free and I don't give a shit about what you think about for your third death uh, deadlift but I was like all right I like the 20 kg jump strategy let's see how we feel on meet day beautiful all right so our third attempt at that point was around 280 290 that's like that was our 3a attempt so that put us in the driver's seat there was no one even nomination we didn't think anyone like someone would have had to come in just absolutely under the radar, similar to what I did in 2016 uh, when I lost in Colleen. But like someone had to make numerous, tremendous progress on their totals to even touch what we what we were thinking about, um, even if we hit like our worst of worst days. And again, we didn't think anyone would hit 751 um, mm-hmm. a total. So. That's that 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 was just like all right. That's our minimum total we need to meet. How do we get? And then we backed into it. So that that was that was a strategy. So then we had all the other factors leading into it. We had a thirty-hour travel time to South Africa. I left out of JFK, had a layover in London, and then London to South Africa. Oh, and by the way, there was a four-hour yeah. drive <laughs> to the. Freaking venue. Not not supposed to be four hours, but it turned into four hours. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, 
luckily we had some cool people on the bus, but like I was so tired from just traveling. Like I didn't want to talk to anyone. Everyone <laughs> to talk to me. I'm, my eyes are like I got bags under them. I didn't sleep too good on the plane. I'm like I just want to yeah. sleep. I want to get to the hotel. Stop talking to me. Like th- that's the th- look. I I I was listening to a podcast the other day and with social media all the, like the the social media influence that you have as a person unless you have a great model that your time is is limited, right? In anything. So like you have to revel in it and you have to enjoy it while you can because it's mm. going to be gone one day. So for me, that's where I'm at. Like I'm in a very special point in my powerlifting career where I am the best. I'm the best looking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Relax. Um, <laughs> I do have the best hair, though. Uh, but, like, I, I'm just at a point. I'm at a special point in, in this powerlifting career, and I want to take advantage of that opportunity that I'm given because I'm so grateful to be in this position. And any like I, I anytime I talk, look, I, I like to perceive myself as this like killer mindset and killer go like alpha and so on and so forth, which, again, it's just my competitive nature is who I am. It's how I like to perceive myself as a competitor. But as a person, like I, I personally think that uh, and I've heard numerous people tell me like you're you're so different than how you perceive yourself on your Instagram and so on and so I'm like what do you mean <laughs> like I, this is who I am I'm I'm a happy go lucky guy I like to talk to people I like to have conversations I actually like people <laughs> um, <laughs> everything right. is in a competition yeah. sometimes it is but um I I like to enjoy talking to people so when I was on the bus, and yes, I'm in that mindset. I'm tired, dead tired. I just got done traveling for 20 plus hours. Like I don't, I, I didn't want to talk to anyone. But again, I'll, I'll talk to you because I, I've never met you. One, uh, two, you've only seen me on social media, so it's like you get to see me in person now. So I want to give you an ex, an in person experience. I don't want it to be that like if you never see Taylor Atwood again. I want it to be one of the best uh, interactions that you've had because that's just like the impression that I'd like to leave on people. So, yeah, I was I was dead ass tired, 20 plus hours of travel on the bus. But we were like the French. Oh, on there, shit. So Leah, really? Leah Penn and them? That's so they were. That's a the good back. crew. That, yeah, that's a good. Oh, Kedrick, Kedrick, too. That's a good crew. Kedrick was on there. Um. So it was good. It was good. And, but, like, again, I was dead tired. So, like, I was like, dude, have you heard how Penna talks about you? Penna was on the podcast talking about you're like his dude. Like, like, Penna is like, like, loves the goat mentality. He was going on about it. So I could totally see him on the bus (laughs) with you being like, oh, fuck, we got to chop it up a little bit. Well, the thing was, like my dad, so they were two seater buses. I was in the window seat. My dad was in the aisle seat. So I didn't really get to like talk to them as much yeah, as yeah. I would have liked. But we had some good conversation. We stopped at that little like convenience store yeah, gas station. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to do that, but uh, <laughs> it's dicey, dog. Stops. Period. <laughs> um, so you were talking a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was, dude. I'll tell you, man. 
walk like walking walking in the in South Africa when we got off the bus, but then going through these you villages went to villages made me yeah man yeah it was it like it was crazy it was crazy so we took a we took an uber or like a, a car mm. to the airport because the shuttle just was like so inconsistent with time and we needed to be at the airport at a certain time so we we're like all right screw it we're gonna take that variable out so i just paid for a car to take me from the resort mm. to the airport and we went through these villages man and like it's just wild. Really? Absolutely wild. It is wild. And I like being in the US, anyone that even Canada, like anyone complaining about being where you're at, if you're in the if like Europe, some places in Europe, but North America, you are blessed beyond mm -hmm. belief. And if you say that you want to leave your country because someone's going to get put into office or some stupid shit you don't agree with certain laws and this and that go to south africa and go to these villages for a day and let me know how you feel about it after go li go live there do it go go have your citizenship in one of those villages and then tell me that you're not blessed to be where you're at today so stop your bitching and stop your whining I, and that's that's politics yeah. aside that's anything just life be grateful for what you have man because it put a different perspective for yeah, me. Yeah, man, we didn't even, um, that's, so, in terms of that, yeah. like, well, I've done some traveling and whatnot. We didn't even, we didn't earn this, man. We just w opened our eyes as a kid and we're fucking in North America or you're in mm -hmm. Europe or whatever mm -hmm. nice nation. And yeah. um, it's just a, thank God we're here as opposed to, you could have just been born anywhere else in the world that's not like that, man. And right. they did nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. You did nothing right. It's just the way it is. So yeah, it, oh, for that's sure, right. it's uh, it's eye opening, man. You, you, you. but th that yeah. So got. I was just gonna. I know. I was just gonna say real Sorry. quick for people like trying to like listen. Think about it, is you can see some of the houses too, like close to the highway because we took the main highway. You can see some of it was like really bad as far as like no windows and like they had no landscape. It was just like dirt floors and some of the houses looked like they were made out of like sheet metal almost and not like paint or anything like that and then you go through the gates to get mm -hmm. to a resort and it's almost like disney world this whole separate area with security guards gated hotels yeah. venues food everything you want in there you don't have to leave at all so it's like yeah this huge difference oh the resort was amazing yeah no yeah so sorry <laughs> that was a great uh visual for those listening but the resort, to your point, Ryan, like there was a Hard Rock Cafe there. <laughs> the breakfast, it's a yeah. five-star resort. So think about that. Like it was beautiful outside of the monkeys breaking <laughs> yeah, into yeah. and stealing. That was the wildest. I couldn't believe when, when, when Gavin posted that video about monkeys broke into his room and literally jacked him and stole his pre-workout. It was like some monkeys now addicted to his yeah, pre-workout. I was like, this is real. I was like, are you sure those are monkeys or does people break in? He goes, no, dude, they were fucking monkeys, man. I'm like, this is crazy, man. Yeah, that was wild. Absolutely wild. Cause I was watching it too. Um, I forget who sent me the story cause I didn't, I, I landed. And someone sent me the story, and I Sorry. thought someone had broken, like, initially just watching it. I thought someone broke into his room. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I have to worry about this myself? Like, so I was already on edge when I got to the resort where the uh, the bellhop 
guys were like bum rushing us like give me your uh bag i'm like hell no i was like stay i was like stay away from my bags like someone's trying to steal that shit um but no it was wild it was monkeys when i when i saw it i was like what all right i didn't even see a monkey until like the very end of the week though our hotel didn't have them like when we were in the back yeah, I didn't have them either. We were in the same like, hotel because I saw you a couple times. Oh, Our, man, dude, okay. Like, the back, they had, like, a footbridge and the fucking layout. It was Disneyland. We were, like, in La La Land. And when we would walk from, it was crazy. When we walk from hotel to hotel, like, palm trees and fucking, like, everything was beautiful, man. You go into, we had a mall attached to our hotel. Every kind of, like, store you want in there, but, like, steakhouses and, like, we had dog. It was insane. Well, how about how about the the exchange? Yeah, rate? At least for the U.S. the it's, U.S. dollar to rand. Like I was like, I'm living like an absolute yeah, for real king right no, now. Not metaphorically, like we usually say, King Atwood. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like it reminded me of uh, damn. What, there was some movie where it was like they had five cents. <laughs> And they turned into like this palace. Yeah. <laughs> they were in like this poor country, but they had five U.S. cents, and it, it like got them the yeah. king suite and everything. Yeah, it was wild. Um, yeah. So that that was just a, a tangent. Sorry, guys. Uh, so then heading back into the competition. So now that was a week out. Um, we we came up with the strategy we said 751 was our our goal so we get to the competition travel everything was good uh no no real hiccups on that end uh got my bags outside of the four hour freaking ride from from the airport to the resort everything else was fine so i get to the resort and hanging out with everyone it was cool like my mindset leading into this competition like i i, I was I wanted to enjoy it more than like because at my prior excuse me my prior world championships it was always a battle in my mind like I knew I had kill I knew I had the the Belarusian like there were like, my mindset was completely different I wasn't there to mingle or have anything I had one job one mission and that was to win that was it so this meet, I knew now that, again, don't take this any way. It's just a fact. Like, I was so far ahead of the competition that even, again, on my worst day, I could still win. Like, we could chip, <clears throat> essentially. Like, I didn't have to go balls to the wall. So that was my mentality leading into it. And I just, again, our ultimate goal is Sheffield. So Sheffield, again, the percentage break, you break the total world record or individual world records, and that's it. That's You get your bag. So that's what my goal is. So I'm not going to go into IPF Worlds now and try to break records. And that's on <laughs> SVD. If you want to change that, S- that SVD, be my guest, but... I'm not going to break any world records at IPF Worlds. Sorry to break it to you. Um, if, you if, if it's going to be that uh, criteria every year now, why? Why would I? What's the incentive? There's no incentive. 
unless there's a huge battle on my hands, which to be honest, I don't think there is. Um, so it, it just doesn't make sense to, to lose out on a huge amount of money just to go into a, a, a competition to put up some numbers. That, it just doesn't make sense. So that, that again, that's our that's our mentality right now. And if SVD changes the criteria again, mm. then we'll adapt. We'll change it. But until then, we're gonna go in and and do what's necessary to win. Um. So now, I, I I'm getting ready. So this this meet again. I was just going in with the mentality of like I want to make this about the social aspect because I've never done that. Yeah, it's always again. Just, I've been to myself. I've uh, like I, I don't want to. You were literally, Mister. I'm, I'm here to beat you, to not be, be your friend, which is the most <laughs> the dopest quote of That's all it. time. That podcast blew up. By the That's way, it. I've already told you a million times. That's the biggest downloaded podcast. KOTL history. It the the video I made was it is the video I made was shared like thousands of times with with your talking about all that. It, it's crazy that quote. So it's funny how that. To fast forward and now you could be like, I'm here to be a friend, man. What are you? How are you doing, by the way? <laughs> how are you? How are you? What's, you you're squatching. Like, what's everybody doing tonight, by the way? Where are we eating? What's where you got? You guys getting food? Where's the food at tonight? Yeah. Like everyone's like, holy shit. It, it, uh, and that's how it was, man. No bullshit. Uh, and, and it's crazy that you say that about the. I'm not here to be your friend i'm here to beat you like everyone that's the of course dude it was amazing and plus i took i took that quote and made it the <laughs> thumbnail to be shared like i you know like i i know when you give me quotes and you give me some quotes over the years what i hear we're like oh fuck that's the one i knew as soon as you said it my man gave me a sound bite and i'm gonna make it but uh yeah that's a t-shirt by the way go ahead with it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah soon soon um so yeah, again, like I, I was just there for the social aspect. I wanted to be uh, as social as possible, be open with everyone, be accessible. So I decided to like exchange T-shirts, and I I had all these USA old USA shirts uh, and singlets from prior World Championships, and I was like, yeah, well, I've heard other lifters exchanging their shirts. So I was, and I've seen multiple sports yeah. where they do jersey swaps. So I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> like everyone always asks me, oh, what's the uh, one nation that you found the most interesting or so? And I'm like, to be honest, I haven't talked to anyone from another nation that closely <laughs> to even like know who the coolest nation was or have any comparison. So I was like, my goal right now is to go out with as many people as I can, meet as many people as I can. And then just, again, make myself accessible to everyone. Oh, by the way, I still had to work Damn. when I was there as well. So, so uh, I, I arrived on a Saturday and then had Sunday to actually rest. But I stayed on U.S. time because I knew that I, we were lifting at 7 p.m. South African time, um, <clears throat> which was 1 p.m. Uh, U.S. time. So mm. it was during the day anyway. So why not stay on U.S. time, not change my internal clock so when I go back, I don't, I don't have jet lag, I don't have anything. 
Uh, now it would have been a different story had we lifted in the morning, then I would have been lifting at like 3am, yeah. 4am. So then I would have maybe come in. So I came in on Friday, lifted on Tuesday or Saturday, got there on Saturday, lifted on Tuesday, but I was working on Monday. Damn. Um, <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was like, it was such just a business trip, but I wanted to pack in as much as I could, uh, because I knew I didn't have that much time. So I got there on Saturday. As soon as we got to the resort, it was already late night. So I slept until like 2 or 3 p.m. the following day, South African time. But again, that's still right. morning U.S. time. But like everyone's up. Everyone's asking me like, where are you? So on and so forth. I was like, I'm on U.S. time, man. Like, I'm on Taylor Atwood time. So... Yeah, we. I had to stay on U.S. time. Worked on Monday, lifted on Tuesday, and then left on Wednesday. Got home on Fuck Thursday. Me. <laughs> which, which, like, I was. I literally maybe had one day to really like, quote unquote, rest. Um. So that, yeah, that, again, like, that added to the mix of okay, I traveled twenty plus hours. Oh, I, I only had real one day of rest. Well, here's the thing. I want to ask you, like, when it was unfolding. So, first off, you approach the bar, regardless of what it's loaded with, as though you're fucking hitting a PR, which I love. Like, you pace Mm -hmm. the bar staring at it, and I'm like, fucking Taylor is like a machine that's, he never takes it lightly, right? Um, And I said that before, like a PA NAS, but you did it again. But you were smoking the weight so easily and blowing it up. That when you hit your, like you took gold in all three events and we weren't sure on the broadcast, like, is this aim to take gold in all three events? Is that just the way it's going to happen? Like, is he going to let somebody get a gold? No, 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 no. You're going to take gold in all three events. And then like the way it unfolded with how smooth things were going, were you yourself like, because I, I couldn't believe how 790 now with injury, the lack of training, like how you just put a perspective for anyone listening. 732 and a half was the closest second in USA Nats, which was no 30 hour travel. The rest of it, 742 was the like nobody in the world in any federation, and there are a kilo of nobody in the world was close to your 790, and you barely trained and you slept walk through it. You know what I'm saying? Like you slept walk through that, like it was RP7 ish, like your shit was like not even close. So it was like, um, were you surprised? Like, damn, I can't believe. I can't believe how smooth this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, so back to my my comment that I made earlier. I have to have more confidence in myself. Like, I'm a confident guy. But there's moments where, again, I'm, I'm human. Some people may not believe it, but I am. And I have moments of doubt. Uh, the way I overcome it, though, is through positive mindset, like talks with myself, with others. I let people know how I'm feeling. Um, I'm not afraid to express how I'm feeling because I'm a huge energy guy. I love I feed off of the energy like I don't I, I, I don't I don't know what it is, but every competition or any big moment, I thrive in that. Like, I want it. Some people run from it. I don't. I run to it. And I don't know what that is. I don't know. But 
I just, when the pressure is on, I somehow never fold. So I just have to, like, when I hit the 790, our, our goal wasn't to be uh, close to the world record, break the world record. My goal for each of the lifts were just to stay injury-free. I wasn't shooting for a gold in anything other than total. That was it. Um, because, again, like we just wanted to come out. That was our number one goal was, well, number two. Number one goal was to win and qualify for Sheffield. But number two was to just stay injury-free. That was it. So, and again, we knew that no one was going to come close to that 751. So we were like, look, we, we're pretty sure 751 is going to win. Let's add a little buffer, maybe 760, and just be okay with, with that and call it a day. Rehab, get ready for Sheffield. Okay, perfect. Beautiful. However, <laughs> however, some, the, the powerlifting gods just stayed in my... <laughs> Uh, favor that day and uh because uh man forgive me he's from great britain uh, i think he's oh shady uh dylan nelson I forget his name though yeah dylan nelson that's right a hell of a squatter great man. squatter a phenomenal squatter. Um, he 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 tried to break the world my world record um didn't didn't get it <clears throat> so we knew that like on our third attempt of 277 and a half like the 283 wasn't gonna go up for him. I I just knew that, so we went conservative with the 277 and a half. And again, we were just trying to uh, limit the the injury itself. So we were like, look, 277 and a half. And, and I mentioned earlier in the podcast, 265 moved pretty well the week before. So we we were in that 275 range. Jason was like, how do you feel about 277 and a half for your third? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like the way that these weights are moving right now, I, I can probably hit, I can probably break the world record right now, but there's no need to. She's so like, okay, okay. So 277 and a half it was. We knew that was good for gold. We, again, didn't have any expectations of gold. It was like, just stay mm -hmm. injury free. That was it. But it just played in our favor. And I didn't even know Dylan was going for a world record. Like, cause I told him in the background, in the back, once I saw it, barf. she barfed barf everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you were really going for the world record, I, I get that you were trying to give yourself two attempts, but I was like, you cut a lot of weight. I personally wouldn't have jumped to 283 or whatever it was for your second regardless of how training moved like the weights moved in training i don't give a shit how training weights move it's how do you feel on the day and then take just a little back just a little I'm not saying much just a little so i would have probably went like maybe 255 on my first attempt 270 275 on my second attempt to see how that moved and then go for the world record on your third. And if you it, like, it mm. just builds confidence. Like that's how that's what we're doing. Build momentum for yourself. Like because I, I the his first attempt personally, I don't think it moved very well. So I was like, to go for a world record on your second attempt, yeah, you're trying to give yourself two goes at it, but it just wasn't strategically the right decision in my opinion. And take take that with a grain of salt. But either way, we got gold. Um, and 
look, and this is another thing. Don't take that if you're listening, Dylan, uh, as a shade or anything. It's just it's 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 constructive criticism. Um, and that's that actually helped me in, in my first powerlifting meet ever. Like my competition helped me beat him. And I'll say that again. His name was Scott Sullivan in Minnesota, the U.S. Uh, he helped me beat him. And it was that's why I stayed in this sport. Like that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other. Um, so if you want to break my world record again I <laughs> better doing that. better do it before sheffield uh, <laughs> <laughs> be- yeah you better and give me some give me something to, to shoot for man 303 that's that's, uh, that's my yeah. goal so <laughs> don't just hit the 283 yeah. don't be happy with that go spew shade stars my man now my Spew competitive Shady, nature is coming he's out. He's <laughs> hit uh, 300 in the gym. I don't know how much he cuts. Uh, the flight, too, also, when you're doing water cut, fucks you up with the altitude and whatnot. But uh, if he could do Europeans, mm-hmm. so it won't be the travel like he's like he would have to do to South Africa, um, who knows? Well, we'll see. We'll see. He's got a big squat. He's got a big-ass squat. If he could transfer it from the training to the platform, he can get around 300. But, I mean, fuck it. The proof is in the pudding. We'll have to see what the hell. <laughs> uh, yeah i just have so much to say about training. yeah yeah no I'm, i know look yeah yeah well, just, yeah, yeah anyway we'll keep we only got five minutes now for if you're being tight on yours so we, we let's well no i, I okay I, okay we got time we have time okay. i probably have until about one thirty. dude you're a good start you're a good storyteller. So, yeah. That's why it's so, so fucking difficult. In- like you're, you're dude. If me and I'm a good storyteller too. So if we get together, we could crush like a four hour if we are not careful. So we- <laughs> yeah, but I'm I letting know, you go. I know, I know, I'm letting you go because you're I'm good. To- so you go ahead. I, yeah, it's, I get. But it's good, dude. Details. You're good at a storytelling. <laughs> I appreciate it. Sometimes people tell me, man, you go way too in-depth. No, I'm like, not for a podcast. I? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I don't. But anyway, right. okay. Anyway, so so we were feeling good. We hit 277 and a half on our third attempt. Moved really well. Came out of there injury-free. Uh, had zero hiccups. Um, so leading into bench, I was feeling good. However, <clears throat> I did have like a pec minor strain. Because, um, again, like... We pushed volume very, very hard leading into nationals in April, and 202.5 moved really well. Regardless of the press command, it just moved really well. Like, I think I probably had 205 as my, my top end there. Um, so I was very pleased with the progress we had made on bench. So <clears throat> leading into this, the world championship, like, Again, we only had about four to six weeks to get ready for, for, for Worlds. So it was just a fast turnaround time, and we kept volume high. So I had, like, like I, we were benching four times a week. Like, right now, my, my back offsets are five. Like, I'm still doing five yeah. sets, and that's a deload. <laughs> so you can, you can imagine... We were doing like ten sets, uh, but it worked. Look, we 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 know what makes progress for myself. So, adding in those extra that extra day or those extra sets, we know help make progress. 
I don't recommend that to anyone. So if you hear that, just because I'm doing 10 <laughs> sets doesn't mean you should be doing 10 sets. Please don't do that. Um, talk with your coach. Start, Let them help starting you. tomorrow, I was going to go do 10 so, sets. That's right. You know I'm going to get off this fucking call and start doing <laughs> uh, So <clears throat> I, I had like a pec minor strain leading into the, the world championship, and this was like just a nagging, just nagging me. Like there were certain um, positions I could get into that didn't hurt it much. Um, on the eccentric, but man, pressing was like excruciating. Like there were times where I literally felt like my my Holy pec fuck. was about to tear. So I'd have to I'd have to like back it off. So I told Jason that he's like, "Look, the taper's gonna help you. The taper's gonna help you." I'm like, "I don't even know if I'm gonna make it to the taper, Jason. <laughs> like you're killing me. You are killing me." So he's like, "All right, all right, let's let's dial it back." So we dialed it back some. So we didn't have a proper peak leading into world championships. So that was another factor we had to take into account. Uh, so we said 200 was probably like our 3A. But personally, I was thinking like, I just want to hit like 195 mm -hmm. and I'll be happy. Um, so we, uh, we, we entered bench. And again, competition day, I mentioned this on my Instagram. I have a switch. And it's it's cliche, and some people say they have it, some people say they don't, whatever it is. There's this switch that I have. And I mentioned that once it's switched on, I don't realize how much I actually, how much light I gain, essentially, once that switch is flipped. And <clears throat> I don't know what it is. I, I can't explain it. It's like once I get onto the platform... A whole different fucking animal comes out. It really does. And, and I'm just, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm visualizing like how I feel, what my mentality is. It's like, you, Ryan, you say I approach every weight the same. As soon as I take my headphones off and I hand them to my dad, I walk onto that platform and it's, it's just like that. It's literally, I'm locked in. I approach it now as if it's, a thousand pounds on the bar and I don't care how much is on the bar it's just it's the same every single time because again what I can control mm. I control which is one my mentality my mindset the way I approach the bar I leave zero variables in my control out of my control <laughs> if that makes sense so I do my best to make every rep look the same I approach it the same, and that just leaves minimal variance to where I want to be um, on that lift. So, <clears throat> like when I when I hit my first set, like warming up on bench, like the pec minor was gone. I don't know if that's adrenaline. I don't know if that's mentality or what it may be, but it was like gone. So I was like. I was like, how does this happen? How? Because Jason, Jason, Jason's sitting there like, how do you feel? How, like after every rep. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm good. I'm good. And he, he asked me again. He's, he's like a concerned mother. And I love him to death. But you're like, I think the powerlifting gods have chosen uh, us and we are the righteous. We are the righteous. We are the righteous. Don't, we're going to win today. <laughs> That's right. 
Blessed. We blessed. 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 Um, so, and I heard, I heard. Russ I was going to say, was, Joey was, kept uh, asking Russ, "Hey, how you feeling? Jealous. How you feeling?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude, please stop asking. Like, I'm good. I am like, we are so good right now. Like, we are in the fucking driver's seat. Like, my seatbelt is unfastened. <laughs> like, we're going 110. You got your hair out like the Joker. Like, the wind's good, blowing, man. and you're vibing. Oh, you're vibing. You know how it goes. <laughs> so, the city is ours. Like, I, he just kept asking me how, I, how I'm doing, and I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm good. So, he, he's like, all right, let's do this. I was like, it's time. So, um, yeah, we, we ended up with 197 and a half, and that was a fucking grind. <laughs> and I, I wasn't expecting that, not at all. Uh, but I knew it was a possibility because we didn't mm. get to peak correctly uh, or how we wanted to, not correctly. We peaked, just not how we wanted to. So finished with 197 and a half. I mean, each, each one of my attempts moved fairly well. I think my second attempt... Uh, I think it was 185, no, uh, 190, maybe. It didn't move as well as I wanted it to, and they had me for a long-ass pause. Oh, my God. It felt like a fucking eternity. Did, did you know 197 <laughs> would get you gold on body weight? Like, or maybe, did you guys say, like, hey, okay, okay. Jason told I me. thought you yeah, guys Jason were going to be like, we're going to take yeah. gold then if we're, you know, what the hell? Let's let's start. Did it be, start becoming the plan? Yeah, let's start collecting so, gold medals here. Let's not let anybody take it. That was a close one. The bench was the closest to Jason. I to to Jason. I think it was okay. to me. It wasn't. It like I, I didn't again. I didn't care uh, about a gold uh, because I was like, even if I don't take gold, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I said like, <laughs> it would be nice to have all three golds or all four. Um, but like it, it, I don't know. Individual again. Individual lifts don't matter to me. They really don't. Uh, if I break the world record, great. If I don't, great. If I hit a PR though, that's mm. where it's like, all right, that's where I'll be satisfied to a certain extent. Because even then, I'll be like, fuck, right. I had more. Than me. But it is different though. <laughs> oh. Even if at, in the medal ceremony, even on the individual events, if you're on the second podium instead of number one, to be like, that's a little. Well, I don't know. I feel about that, <laughs> right? Taylor's got to be in the middle, right? Yeah, I, guess, I know. I, guess, I bet you that's I what Jason was telling himself. He's like, "Well, <laughs> we could probably hit 197." <laughs> you know, I was like, gonna say, "Well, he's yeah, like, what's so, his body weight?" Okay, no, we go got ahead. that on I was body. Say, weight. Let's. I was just saying, knowing Jason, he was probably looking at the score sheet and he's like, "Okay, this guy's gonna go 197. We're at 192 for our second, so like, you know, we can probably take the gold from him." Right. Yeah, 100. No, that's what he said. He was like, hey, so uh, your body weight, you're a little lighter than that is him, yeah. Christensen or something. Uh, and he's like, we can beat him on body weight at 197 and a half. He's like, what do you think? What do you think? And I knew he was excited. He's like, he, yeah, he yeah. knew we were going to go gold for, for every lift. And um, I was like, yeah, yeah, throw it on, throw it on. 197 and a half, it's fine. Because he knew I wanted 200. Um, but right. like it, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. We 197 and a half. It's a for like not a for sure, but the probability was very high that I get 197 and a half, and it's a two and a half kg international PR. So it, it, we were checking all the boxes anyway. 
So I was like, yeah, 197 and a half, fine. Um, but again, it was way heavier than I anticipated. And the pause was ridiculously <laughs> long, in my opinion, too. So, uh, But we got it. It moved, I guess, fairly well. I probably wouldn't have gotten 200, to be honest. I maybe had like half to maybe one kilo left in me. Um, 200, would, it would have been like a paper cup. It would have been stuck there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I was good. On, we were good there. So now we're sitting pretty with, with two golds um, and heading into deadlifts. And we, were, we had a pretty comfortable lead at subtotal as well. So, again, we were, we were in the driver's seat. Uh, didn't have any injuries, didn't have any hiccups, um, no injury on the, the peck itself. <clears throat> and now, like, we're just ready to go. So now we're going into the first attempt on dead. Again, Jason's being the concerned mother and asking me, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Were you, we're, were good. you though, did, were you we're like good. leading into deads? Cause your lead was, was, you know, I'm mean, collecting gold medals. Um, were you like, okay, 790. So we're right under the record without breaking it. It's like, that is, let's do that. Or are you still like, not sure because your last deadlift, like you hadn't deadlifted. You're just because at some point I remember seeing the look on yeah. your face and you smiling like, "Holy shit, this is moving well!" Like you know, this is. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, we we opened up with two seventy five, like that was the most I've ever done in the last few weeks. Were you nervous to do that? Now I was. <laughs> oh I, shit! Yeah. That's the most scary two seventy five <laughs> of your life, right? Yeah. <laughs> But again, like I knew at because I hit 275 at nationals in April and how fast that moved that like with the minimal amount of training that I had, I knew that my reserve 275 was going to move, whether it was RPE eight, like, and, and we didn't do anything for the like remaining two attempts. I st we still would have won so that we were still in the driver's seat again. Um, so I was like, if 275 is a fucking grind, fine, so be it, whatever. Um, but I knew, like, I had this, I had this confidence that it was just going to move well. But there was still this, like, this, a little self-doubt of like, oh, fuck, like, I haven't hit this. Yeah, like, 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 weeks. work does I, the confidence. Like, you're, we talked about this in the last podcast, but you're so confident because nobody works harder than you. I've seen your program. So like when you show up, you could be smiling ear to ear because like, fellas, I know what the fuck I did. Did you guys? Because I know what I did. But <laughs> the total opposite this time, A, the mentality, let's just have fun. B, all of a sudden for the first time in years, you're like, I didn't do all that work. Like I, for the first time, you'll be like, I am not, this is not what I'm used to. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I didn't do my homework. I just showed up for this test. I didn't do my homework, right? That's how it felt. No, that's honestly how it felt. That's a great analogy. Um, like, that's what, was, that's what it was, right? It's like, I've done this before, but I haven't yeah, studied yeah, for yeah. years for it. That's, what it. that's what I was thinking. And 
I don't know like what my ability is. Like I know that I'm capable of doing it, but mm-hmm. am I capable of doing it today? That's what I didn't know. It was, it was the unknown factor. But again, it, it was like, all right, I know on my best day, I'm 65 kilos better than this. And Four that's kilos. a lot of fucking weight. So I was like, there is nothing that I think maybe if I had like a tear in my in one of my muscles that would limit me that much to where I wouldn't be able to pull two seventy five. So that was like that's where my mindset was. It's like, look, you know where you're at on your best day, and even on your worst day, two seventy five is still gonna move. Um, but you haven't done it for a while, so are you really gonna be able to do it? I don't let's see. Um, so when I got onto the platform, that was it, man. And again, I surprised the shit out of myself. Uh, (laughs) like when I got it in my hand and I'm holding it, there was no wavering. Like it felt like there was nothing in my hand. And And you stood up with it like a man sitting out of a chair. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That, and that's how it felt. (laughs) That's no bullshit. Like I didn't realize how easy it was going to feel. I thought it was going to be a grind. And again, I have to have more confidence in myself. Uh, and I have to have that ability to be able to tell once that flip, I, sw- I flip the switch, like I have to know that it's there. No, no, no wavering. Don't have any doubts. It's just go out, execute. So then we went to two, I think it was 295 on my second. It was, and it was, a, it was, a, yeah, yeah like it was 277 and a half on the first to get you your 752.5 total, which was uh, enough for okay. the Sheffield. And then, yeah, then from there, 297.5 for the second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then we went 297 and a half and Jason was like, how do you feel about the 20 kg jump? And I was like, dude, you saw how the the first attempt moved like it felt like there was nothing in my hand he's like all right so i felt confident going 20 kgs um so we did and again i haven't hit i'd have to really go back to see like how long ago it was i hit anything above 275 but it was months (laughs) like i haven't touched anything over 275 in months so now like the 275 or 277 and a half moved well, but now I had like a bit more doubt of like, am I really going to be able to pull this? And I was like, you're going to be able to do it. You're going to be able to do it. You're going to be able to do it. And my dad, he started like just, oh, he, he got me hyped. He was just ready to, I, I can't remember what he was saying. But he had me ready to go through a brick wall. So, like, when I stepped on that platform, man, holy shit. I, had, I, I was, like, so hyped and amped. Um, like, I, I, I don't know. It was just, I'm trying to remember, like, visually on the platform. Like, one, I smelt the fucking hell <laughs> And and that moved you to another level of hype for some reason. (laughs) You're like, good, good. (laughs) Battle. It smells like battle. That's what it is. (laughs) Blood, barf, sweat. Oh, my God. Someone posted a a meme 
of the the deadlift of the platform after oh, like day two or something. And oh my god, there was like it was the throw <laughs> up, pee, there was piss, like blood, but, yes. like oh my god, it's like holy shit, uh, not sanitary field. at all. Uh, so I, they need to have some hand sanitation on the in the back room next time. But anyway, um, so I pull the bar backwards to the platform because I wanted to get away from the smell. But also there were divots. So I was trying to get away from the divots as well. And yeah, it, it like I get my hands on the bar again. I get focused up, approach it how I always approach it pull and it just like flew again i'm like what the fuck is happening man like i haven't touched this weight in months and that's where i'm like i'm sitting and i i don't do this often but like i surprised myself like i i really surprised myself i didn't think i had 297 and a half in me like as fast as it moved i really didn't and it moved at like an rpe seven six and i was like holy crap like you're i haven't deadlifted in maybe less than 10 times this entire prep i haven't done any volume on deadlift we didn't peak for this meet like and you flew to the other side of the world how it travel i flew here like if you're injured travel is terrible for injuries oh it's it's terrible for injuries it's the worst so uh, like <laughs> I once I finished I I just I sit there and I'm like I'm shaking my head like I can't believe I just did that. I'm in awe of myself and and I, I don't mean to be pretentious or like self-absorbed but like I'm like how the fuck did you just do that? <laughs> like I had a out of body experience where I was like bro you don't you haven't you, trained you're like, at all. Jason next peaking I'm doing 3 it, days it, a week and we're not deadlifting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I told him that too. I'm like, dude, I haven't deadlifted like this, and we just destroyed deadlifts. We'll get to that, but yeah, I was like, holy shit, okay. So I I go to the back, and Jason's like, hey, look, we can go five kgs more and just hit three hundred two and a half just to like finish out the meet, or we can go three fifteen. And that would tie or be close to your total of 790. Oh, and by the way, that would probably give you close to best lifter. I'm like, yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes there, my man. I was like, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me this is close to 790 because I okay. had no idea where my total was at this point. So he's like, I'm like, you're telling me. And I'm literally having this conversation with him. We're going to be close to my 2019 total. We're going to break or be close to breaking the total world record. We're going to potentially take home three golds. And, or, or, well, yeah, I, I didn't think about the total at that point. But it was like, we're going to take home three golds. And I was like, oh, we're and best lifter, yeah, like, in the bells. Wait, what? hold on. And best lifter, we're like, what? wait. Yeah. what <laughs> he's like i need to go to the table can you tell me you want 315 or not because <laughs> I'm, I'm again like I, i'm just sitting there just in amazement of like what we were about to accomplish or what we even had the chance to do 
because this wasn't yeah. on the table, guys. Like, I wasn't thinking at all about best lifter. I wasn't thinking at all about even coming close to my total of, of my world record. I wasn't even thinking about gold in any of the lifts except total. So, now, <laughs> like, I exceeded all expectations. Exceeded beyond. And now I have the chance to even, like, be the best at, like... Yeah, you beat whoa, Chance what? Mitchell, Jonathan Keiko, all of them, who went all out. Like, there were some stunning performances. Well, and they had... Yeah, and they had the upper hand of going right. and knowing what they had to do to beat me. So, <laughs> I was like, even if we have the chance to win, it's still a, an honor to even have the chance to be the best lifter. So, yeah, fucking put it in. 315, mm -hmm. let's go. <laughs> Like, it's not even a question. Let's do this. And then that's where, like, it, it started to really settle in. That's where I was like, all right, at 3.15, now this is, like, going to be a dog fight. So, I, I, again, dad's in my ear. <clears throat> I, I come out ready to go and... uh come up to the platform and I am so locked in now. I didn't even think about like, I smelled the throw up and all that bullshit, but I didn't You're even good. care. It's like my foot was in one. And, in, of, my and the other one was in, one in one barf. Let's go. I was like, Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was in barf. <laughs> good. good. I could smell piss. Let's like, fucking go. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, That's right. Yeah. Reminds me of football. Let's do it. Uh, so I, I put my hands on the bar, man. And, it moved like no other. Like I was like, and I stuck my tongue out. That that was like a, I, I didn't mean to do that. That like they have this documentary, not the last dance with MJ, but there's another documentary and about Michael Jordan. And when he would drive to the hoop, his famous yeah. thing was his tongue was out. Uh, and even weightlifters do this. They have it's relaxed. Like you're you're so relaxed that it's an involuntary uh, muscle. Um, I forget what they what it what they call it, but it's involuntary. And again, I was just so in the zone, and I was feeling it that like when I locked it out at the top, like my tongue. <laughs> yeah, <was> like, <laughs> it it is came, what it is, kid. It just came out, and I was like, it is, yeah, and and I was like. Man, I, I can't believe I just did this. And I, I and I sit there and I knew I, I got it. And I took my step back and I'm just like, and I put my hands up. And, and again, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, I, I fucking did it again. Like, what? You, what? Like, well, I, what did I so just I, do? So, <laughs> and one thing I'm going to ask you too, but so your first deadlift, you clinched the win beat everything at IPF, beat everything in USAPL, and solidify yourself as number one, 74, 75, be damned, with your opener. Then by your third, you went, the previous world record was 790.5. You went 790. You went right to the brink of beating it, but not, which is exactly what you do for Sheffield purposes, right? So you went right to the brink of beating the world record, but not, with ease on your squat and your deadlift, with very minimal training, and then afterwards, when you put it down and, and and you smoked that last one, I remember you throwing the the champ the belt, or, and then smiling like I'm still the 
Like, it's mine now. And then you became best lifter at the world championships of all places. You're the world's best lifter. So then, or is your feeling, when I doubled in the back, and I'm like, Taylor, man. Like, I wasn't expecting that neither, because I was thinking, because I knew everything that was going on in the background as well. So I thought, you'll show up, you'll hit some numbers, qualify for Sheffield, win, and do your damn thing. But this was, considering, man, it's crazy. So if you go, if you're healthy, and you go all out, what are we talking about right now? Like, what's your top end? What is the top end capability? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not put again. I I've mentioned this on your podcast before. It's like I don't put a number on what I can accomplish at this point. Uh, I never have. It's just progress. Like that's what I want. I just want to be better than I was before. Uh, and however much progress I make is how much progress I make. Um, until there's a point where I'm like, look, I know I'm capable of more, such as when we reached out to Ben and we did all that. That was like the inflection point of where I'm at today. But I knew I've always been capable of where we're at today. It was just a matter of how do we execute and do it. And that's where we're at again. It's like, we're not going to put a number on where we can be. Because even at the 838 and a half, we still have some kilos left in the tank. So, if, okay, let's call it 850. 850? All right. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Yeah, yeah. 925. 950. Like, where is the human uh, threshold? and limit i i don't know Only where do you tell. like are you going to do it at so, sheffield because so here's here's something i gotta i we gotta get a couple questions out the way because i know your time is limited so bef before we go i want to know yeah. your plan for sheffield are you breaking the records or no more than than you think you have to to win it but you're not going to go all out all out because you're going to come back and keep collecting a 50k bag every year conceivably look that's a nice bonus that's a nice you got a day job that's a nice little bonus every year to have if you keep coming back to Sheffield. Yes, I bet. Yeah, you'll get out of bed for that. Um, and then, uh, and you could go blow up a local meet, no travel, no whatever, and just blow that up and hit your 850 or whatever. Um, so what are like some of your goals for Sheffield? And then when do you think we might see you blow up top end Taylor? Just be like, fuck it now. This is a meet. I won't break the record. You know, and what's the plan to and also, is an 83 run at some point? You know, all of that. All of that. You know the usual questions. Uh, well, you guys are just going to have to continue watching <laughs> the work and see what happens for Sheffield. Oh, I can't give away all the plans. Because, um, look, I, we have to sell it, right? That's true. And... I, I want to make sure that I give the people what they want. Put it, uh, put so it this way. Good. How about this? How about I'm this? I'm just going to keep it at that. And I respect that because SBD's putting in a lot of money and they probably like your answer. Okay. And I'm a part of the Sheffield, so I like it too. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm conflicted because I also got the podcast. But, <laughs> but, um, so I'm looking for a soundbite. But, okay, put it this way. In 2022, are we going to see you blow something up? You're nah. not going to hit a big total 2020 or no 2023. 
How about 2023? Oh, 2023? Um, not Sheffield, if not Sheffield, probably. if not whatever. Someone's... I'll just probably, say probably twenty. Somebody's gonna get hit. And how about this? Is are the eighty threes safe? No. <laughs> no oh, there it is. Thank you. This is so bad. I'll take it. <laughs> My man was not gonna disappoint. No My man was not safe. gonna disappoint. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. And um, we got like thirty. When my man said he was he was gonna bring Russ back into the IPF, oh, that's my man. Worry about Taylor Atwood. Oh shit, Amy, make sure you're clipping these because these are the, these are the video drops. That's sure. it. You know how you like that, dude. <laughs> how exciting was was Anna pulling three eighty five at uh, at an eighty three? It's fucking ridiculous. And this kid, um, and he's a kid. He's a junior. He's 22. Um, he's like his mm-hmm. goals, but he's like, dude, I could pull. Like, I, I'm Doug. I believe you. He's he's like, I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. But Sky's he's only 20. He's a junior. Yeah, he's. It, it he could be wild. a star in the it making, man. It, um, everyone in 83s have to worry about. Uh, he's never out of the like mix. That. So he's never out of the mix. Because anyone anyone that has a deadlift of that like caliber. You just make a, a little progress on your squat. And yeah, you are pop, pop golden. Per, You're golden. Possibly, literally golden, not just figuratively. But um, yeah. listen, I know you got to go. I appreciate, dog. We hit front to back, and you dropped some juicies, some juicy quotes, and you gave us a little glimpse for the future. <laughs> I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate your time. Um, thank you for coming on the podcast, my man. Is there anybody, anything you want to say or anybody you want to thank before we let you go? I appreciate you guys letting me have the opportunity to come on here again. Uh, thank you for your time. Uh, appreciate all of my following. Um, you guys continue to, to to keep me going and give me inspiration. Even though I'm, you say I inspire you, you guys inspire me. Jason, m- my man, my coach, always appreciate him. The strength guys, Arian, you the man. I Six, love. I got your back, love kid. You, man. No, it was your birthday. Thank you, sir. Happy belated, and. Uh, yeah, and we Maybe didn't we, we didn't party in, in uh, South Africa. We're gonna party in Sheffield, man. We're gonna party in Sheffield. And if you got the bag, oh, first rounds I'm on ready. you, man. If you got fifty k <laughs> in your hands, right? I'll get the next couple. We'll get the next couple. But uh, we'll do it. We'll do it. Up. All right, fair All right my man. You. Thank you for coming on. Thank you everybody for listening wherever you're listening. Subscribe. Give us high ratings. The whole nine. Until next time, six pack lab at six up, and we are out.